Welcome to The Sustainable Life. This is Joshua Spodek with Jonathan Hardesty. I think everybody knows you now because this is, I think, episode number six that we're doing oh, together. Oh, man, is it really? Episode so. number six. Oh, yeah. well, good to see everybody again. <laughs> <laughs> episode six, really? I feel like I, I'm worried. I may have said too, like too many things. I'm like, thinking, is there six episodes worth? <laughs> and that's even not even counting the last one we had to re-record and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fine, though. Yeah. It was just point 2.0, you know, it was conversation 2.0. On the other hand, this, this <laughs> is a new one that no one... In, I haven't recorded this conversation. I've, I've trained many other people to be the podcast hosts, which you may mm-hmm. end up being. And, but I haven't recorded this. So what's happened leading up to this, as I recall, and I hope it's the same in your memory, is that I walked you through doing the Splodic Method the yeah. first day, the second day. Then I uh, coached you in how to do it with others. Yeah. And you were going to do it with, I think, your wife and also your kids or maybe your wife separately? Just my wife this time. Because like it was it was tough like nailing down my kids. Like It was weird. It's kind of hard. I wanted to do it with her first because it was so, I guess, disjointed or something like that. It was just very, <laughs> it was not, you have to hit them at the, because they were just like, what? What's going on? And then they wouldn't do it. And then they were, you know. It, so you did was, kind of step in with the kids, but didn't, but let it go. Yeah. Yes. And that was what we were talking about a while ago. So then when we came back together, that's when you were like, well, just, just do it with your wife first. And so that's where we, that's where we ended up at. at. So, <laughs> so that's what I did. Right, so now before we find out how things went with the wife, mm-hmm. let's review. Cause I think also at one point you had done it slightly differently. And I'd said, if you do it differently, you're going to get different results. Correct. There's the first day and then a period of time when they commit to do it. And then the second day or first interaction, the second interaction. So what, what did you do Independent of what actually happened, what was the intent the first time? What was the intent the second time? And then, then we'll hear what actually happened. You mean the first time I tried to do it with her? Is that- What's the Splodek method in the first interaction? Right. So you, I know you are asking, what does the environment mean to them in order to get, in order to get to the heart of what is a personal connection for them, as opposed to like, well, it's, it's a collection of you know, the environment is a collection of atoms and or whatever, you know, like people are like, give you, or they'll say the environment is, is love or whatever, you know, or whatever, yeah. like, or whatever people say, you know, yes, um, it's visceral and their emotions. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you, and, and yeah, that's, I really, that's that. I think like the first interaction from what I've seen from you with me is really to get to the heart of, because the whole idea is, is about people living by their own values. That's what you were saying. So if your values, like you were saying before, if your values are everything should die, I'm a nihilist. Like you can't really, there's, there's no kind of no, no wiggle room there. Like you, there you go. They're living by their values. They're like, I'm going to destroy everything, you know? So, so then they're right. They're right in sync, you know, but so it's really about getting that connection that the person has with the environment, because I would say, you know, 99% of people out there do have a connection with the, with the environment or whatever you're talking about in their life. You know, um, there's a person, cause if you ask somebody, well, what, what's your personal connection to your kids? You know, they wouldn't just say, well, they share my genetics. They, you know, <laughs> yeah. like they, you know, they wouldn't just say that. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. you want to, you want to know that. So that to me, that's sort of the, the first step. I wasn't quite as clear. I think the first time I did it with her and them, like I wasn't, quite as I didn't have it simplified enough in my mind about what needed to happen, you know, but it's mm-hmm. that you introduce that and, and almost bring that, let them bring that forward on their own so they can observe it about themselves. And then you, it's the call to action for them to act on that thing that they value. Mm-hmm. And I was like a little bit more clear. Okay. So you're getting into step two. Okay. Yeah. I, I like, I kind of 
thought of all that, but you know, I don't, I'm not sure exactly where your steps break down, you know, like specifically, but that, I just knew that this was the process. Yeah. Okay. So the call to action, how does it, cause I was like a specific, there's like almost a script that's come out. Did mm-hmm. you, do you remember how you said it or how you intended to say it? Yeah. So what, what I uh, encouraged her to do was I said, is there something that you could do that's, that's related to your, what you value? Is there some, you know, way you can, I can't remember exactly, cause it was a month ago. So I can't remember exactly how I said it, but I, I basically said, cause she had mentioned that she, you know, she grew up on the ocean. Well, hold on. Not, let's not get okay. to her yet. Uh, the actual thing. So what did, what did you intend to say? What was your goal? And how were you, what was, how you meant to say it? Yeah. My goal was to get to uh, let her have a challenge or give her a challenge that related to what she valued, you know, that, that would make some difference in what she values. Okay. And then what would come after that? And then what would come after that, hopefully, would be the personal connection to that, you know, that challenge. Like, like it would be, you'd be linking up what she values with the actions that she's taking. Does that make sense? Yeah. And is that the end of the conversation or some more? No, I think that was, that was pretty much, that was pretty good. I mean, then we talked more when she, we got. Well, I'm not, I'm not asking about her. I'm asking about the, the structure. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's, that's all I did. But then, then, you know, then of course we talked later and, and did that the review later on. So this, the next steps are formally speaking are to make it a smart goal. Oh yes. I said that too. I said, I said, so it has to be something that you, that takes a little bit of, of sacrifice has to be something that you do on your own. It has to be, you know, all of those things. I I said those, said that as well. Something that has to be, um, has to be something you haven't done before too. Can't just be like, Oh, well, or, and it also can't be something sort of just weird and internal. I didn't say it like that, but it can't be like, well, I sit down and think about nice things for a... Yeah, it has to have a physical component. Right, it has to have a physical component. And and so I mentioned all that. So that's why she chose what she did. Okay, now you said it has to have some sacrifice to it, but I w- it has to have a physical component, but not. I wouldn't say sacrifice because mm-hmm. the, most of them think that way automatically, but oftentimes there's no sense of sacrifice whatsoever. Like before, sorry to listeners, but we were talking before about a guy who took on a challenge before and he decided to get a plant and plant a plant. And he's not like, oh, what a sacrifice. I have to plant a plant. He's like overjoyed. And he, it's a connection to the environment. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's an overstatement, yeah. And the SMART goal also usually makes it for the person easier. Mm-hmm. Like if you just say, I'm going to eat less meat, then that's much harder than even if you just say, I'm going to eat one meal, one less forkful of meat. Yeah, yeah, I was encouraging her to make it achievable. That would be a very easy thing to do. Even if someone like eating zero meat is zero is is probably for many people easier for a specific right. period of time. It's probably easier than just saying I'll eat a little less meat for a while. Right. That vague is hard. So, and then the last step is to is to schedule the second conversation, which yeah. is I always say I'm I'm interested in hearing how it goes because I actually I think I always am, and it's also uh, giving them accountability, which also helps them do it. And I presume you also did that because it's inevitable. You're going to, yeah. 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 Cause we talked, yeah, we, yeah, we talked, it was this, this past weekend. So we, we were meet today. So we set that up for this past weekend. So yeah, we talked. Yeah. Okay. And then do you remember the, the goal the structure of the second conversation? Now that I remember you like asking how it went and how they felt about it, like beginning of the process, mid process, like end process and things like that. I didn't, that's the way I approached it. The structural component, like I didn't, I don't think I had that clear in my mind actually, now that I think about it, because I don't remember all the, this, like when I went through it with her, I don't think I, I don't think I went, I was thinking about 
step, step, step like that when I did that. Okay. So I'll, I'll review it. Yeah. 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 uh, There's four questions that I generally ask. The first one is what motivated you? What was the thing that when I asked what the meaning of the environment was right. And what, and what did you commit to? Right. So that's just, Mm -hmm. yep. Got those. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's, how did it go? And that usually leads to them factually saying factually what happened. Then it's okay. So that's what happened. What what was the emotional experience? Yeah, and I did all four of those. That's good. I feel good that I got all four. <laughs> Wait, sorry. The the first two were 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 actually one. Like, what did you? What motivated you? What did you commit to? Right. So the last one is, did it affect your relationships? If right. Somehow? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. I I did cover that. That that's good. But I just didn't like. That's what I was saying. I I had the conversation with you, so I remembered, but I couldn't remember formally like what to break it down into those. I've been doing a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's right become second nature. So, okay. Yeah, so how did right. the first one go? Uh, so the first, the very your first, first conversation with your wife about that, that what we just talked about. Yeah. 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 So first conversation when we were talking about it, it was, it was really interesting because she responded, I think better than me, like with, with uh, the initial questions and was like, it like in, intuited much better, like what the purpose of what I was asking was. Cause she in, initially like started talking about the more personal side and things like that. She wasn't like, for me, I was like, I don't know. I think I said, I don't know. And you said, what does the environment mean to you? I said, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> you know? I've never really, I haven't thought about it that much. You know, um, she sort of, she sort of uh, was able to, to dive into that and, and get to that point a lot, a lot sooner. I think she probably was doing a little bit of it because like for me, you know, she knew I had like been doing that that stuff with you. And, um, so I think there was a part of her where she was like, Oh, I'll help him out. And I'll do this kind of with, I think that was part of it too. But then when we started talking about it, you know, she was saying, um, talking about it in the, in the larger sense, you know, like the environment is, she's a very factual person too. She she was like, Oh, this is, you know, where we exist. This is our, you know, this is what the air we breathe, the stuff like that. That's, you know, like that kind of a thing. And, but then started to hone in on that. And I said, when I started talking about the personal stuff, that's when it went to the the beach with her because she grew up on the beach and man like if you play like sounds of the waves she's just like she just like goes to sleep you know she grew up there and and loved it the you know she misses it out here a lot too there's a beach like it's like four hours away though but it's not the same as being as being like a mile and a half walk you know in jersey did she say the emotions do you remember if the if specific emotion words came out yeah it's like calmness calmness or like uh that's like how she would relax you know it relaxes her that's what she would say it relaxes her like relieve stress and relaxes her and when you say would say or did say that's what she said in her own words but she would definitely say and she has said many times that she just it's like it's like a, a kid when they get relaxed when they're on their parent you know or something like that it's that sort of emotion, like where it's just like it's like a it's uh it's like a part of her. She loves it. <laughs> a release. It sounds yeah. like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right. So then so that's out there. And then do you remember how the, how it went the next to the call to action part as you describe it? Yeah. You know, she she was kind of like I asked her and she was wondering what she should do. She said, Well, what do you what do you think I should do or whatever? You know, because she was kind of like, I'm not sure. She said, There's so many things. I don't know what to do. And so I said, Well, what you know, I said, maybe it could be re- related to what you value in the environment, that side of things. And, and, you know, let's think about that. So then we just started talking about things together and, and we started talking about, um, like the, the plastic, like islands or whatever that are in the ocean, you know, like those massive ones or whatever. And so then, uh, she was like, well, maybe I can just, uh, cause I, I told her I was like, cause she, I think she was feeling a little bit like, she's like, well, what kind of difference 
can I make, you know, like, I'm not going to do something like, <laughs> I can't do something crazy, like go get all the oil out of, you know, the ocean or like, go, you know, save a dolphin or something or whatever. Like, but so her and I, idea, I can't remember. I can't remember. I think she introduced it. I might've introduced the idea. I can't remember, but about uh, like uh, water bottles, like, cause we have water bottles sometimes and she would, she would take that with her quite a bit. And she said, well, maybe I'll go without buying bottled water for this month and see how it goes like that. But that's where it ended up on that part of the, that's what she uh, challenged herself. Okay. And did you make it a smart goal? Yes. Yes. So she's still like every other drinks and every other thing, like she was okay. Like, you know, but it was just not buying those or not drinking those for this month, you know? So it wasn't like she planned, she had a, uh, a water thing that she could bring with her and stuff like that. It wasn't like something that she would be out in the desert without water or something, you know? And for her, like, you know, even, well, you know, we'll get there later, but for her, she said it was, it was definitely something that was achievable. You know, it was definitely achievable. It wasn't something that required an upheaval of her life or something to do. And do you remember how long she committed to it for? A month. A month. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so how did you feel about that conversation? How did she feel about the conversation? I think she was probably indifferent at first. I think, honestly, like, I think she was probably like, okay, you know, you yeah, sure I'll do it. Well, you know, whatever. Like I'll help him out kind of a thing. I think it was more like that. Yeah. And don't tell me about how it went yet. Just tell me about okay. how her, you read of her feeling of the conversation, but I'm more interested in your feeling of the conversation. Ah, I see. I was curious. Like I was really interested to see how it was going to end up being, a, you know, being on the other side of it, like how she would feel about it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. Cause I know she was probably feeling like I'll throw John a bone a little bit, you know? And mm-hmm. she was also kind of um, like, I could tell she was kind of like, this isn't that big of a deal to do this. You know, it's not going to make, it's not gonna make that much of a difference or something like that. There was that sort of feel. So I was real curious to see what happened over the month. So for me, I was, it had my interest peaked to see. That's how I felt. I felt okay. actually kind of optimistic about it. I, I was interested. Now there's something that she did that a lot of people do that it's subtle it may not affect things, but it might, which is that one of the things I make a point of saying is to act, I, I clarify, to act on the, the values that you talked about. It may affect the world. It may not. That's not the point. I mean, it will, but that's not the point. Right, right. Because people very quickly go to what they, what they associate with the environment and they want to act on that. Yeah. So the Pacific stuff may or may not evoke emotions in her, but it's probably not going to be calm. Right. Or it, like, it's possible that, that it, she, it sounds like she, it may connect, mm-hmm. but she wasn't saying because of my, what I just shared with you, I'm going to do X. She said, because of this other thing. Right. Now that may, if, if they switch to something else that's disconnected, yeah. Now you might say, well, yeah. silly ocean. Well, right. if she hasn't swum through that plastic, it's not personal for her anymore. Interesting. Yeah. So if there is something personal, then I would say, okay, you've switched to something new. Is there something, is there an, what's the emotion there? Yeah. Now there may be emotion there, but then I'm I'm kind of redoing the first step with the thing that's connected because sometimes they'll say, well, I don't, I actually don't really care about that. And I'm like, ah, that's extrinsic, not intrinsic. So then I'd say, let's go back to what you talked about before. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. So it feels like she's probably going to have a a disconnect. The intrinsic motion and the intrinsicness of the motivation is not going to be as great. That's funny. That's hilarious, man. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. You say that. I mean, it's like so prescient, man. I love it. <laughs> I've been doing this a while. Yeah. yeah. And you know, this is for me, the more that I do this, the more I realize that it's everyone is focused. How do you get someone not to do something? 
judge them the first time they do it. Right, right. And everything's right. about, I mean, yes, we have to have measurable results, but yeah, yeah. the goal at the beginning is all about changing from extrinsic to intrinsic, to caring, mm-hmm. to whatever it is for the person. In one person, it may be caring, and for another person, it may be something different, but it's in them. Mm. And no one is doing that. Everyone's like, oh, we all, you know, it's for future generations, for kids and all the 100 million people in Bangladesh. Well, yeah, of course, kids are in their heart, but not right. this part of it. Right. Because if their kids getting into college is, is actually more greater in their heart, then this, is, this may be much, a m- much bigger impact on their kids' lives. Right, but right. They don't right, right. feel that way. Right. And it kills me. So I'm, I'm animated now because I'm, I'm, I love I'm living in a world of all these people who are saying, don't act personally. It doesn't make a difference. And I'm like, that's what makes the biggest difference for your motivation and your action. And you try to act without, you try to get other people to act with you out without you acting, forget it. Okay. So sorry. That was me. I couldn't stop myself. No, I love it. It's no, it's no, it's great. And it's that it actually that leads really well into how the conversation went, you know, recently the the second one okay so before the second conversation how did it go uh this month did you observe Good. her behavior did she talk do you guys talk about it in between casually did yeah you see yeah like a little bit like we talked about it a little bit but she started to like like there was one time where she's like hey listen she goes i bought this one bottle one bottled water she's like but i went and i said don't tell me i was like don't tell me i was like just wait i said just wait i said just wait because she bought one that it's like one of the ones that, ah, what's it called? I can't remember where they donate to the, she was out somewhere and she's like, oh, well this gets recycled and they donate to this and, and do it. Life water. That's what it is. <laughs> you can talk to him. You should talk to him. I'm probably getting it wrong. Like in, in a lot of ways, so but the listeners you can't see this, but he, I mean, you can probably tell that his wife, I guess is within <laughs> earshot and he's like looking over and talking to her. Yeah. She goes, she just came in my studio and she goes, it's weird to hear you talk about my experience. I, I'm probably butchering it, I, uh-huh. I imagine. <laughs> but see, that's good. I'm just more motivation. She can talk to you. See, when it gets intrinsic <laughs> versus extrinsic, when it's really intrinsic to say, oh, you know, I did just get this bottle is kind of like to me, I'm not a parent, but it, it, it sounds to me kind of like, you know, there's one time I didn't change the diaper. I just left it there after it was soiled. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's okay. It's okay because actually I'm going to do it. Ex- I'm going I'm to do it extra next time. Right. Like it doesn't make sense. Like I'm going to change the diaper twice next time. It doesn't help right. to do it twice. <laughs> right. And right. when it's intrinsic, you don't like make excuses. You, right. You don't, it's, I'm sorry. It's not make excuses. You don't try to rationalize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do it because you want to. I mean, people have their habits. If they just say, oh, I did this without thinking about it. That's a different story. Like your story with the, as I understood it, when you're at the gym, and you're at the gym and next thing you know, you got this water bottle in your hand and you automatically did it without thinking about it. That's yes, different yeah. than I was thirsty. I looked, I looked at the water bottle. I looked at the water fountain and I thought about it. You know what? It's going to get recycled. I'll just get the water bottle anyway. That's right. totally different. That's different than I was so into my workout that I didn't even notice that I just did what I always do. So it sounds to me like she was doing the rationalizing ahead of time. Right. And then choosing to do it, which is not intrinsic. Right. I mean, it could be a conflict with something also intrinsic, but greater. But the way I heard it from you, it sounded like rationalizing. Well, I don't know if you want to go dive into the, because it kind of goes into what we were talking about with the conversation later. So what I'm about to say. So I don't know if you want to wait on that, but. Yeah, let's see. Was there anything else in the. Um... I think that was pretty much it. Like, uh, you know, I think I asked her, like, is, is she finding it difficult? And I think she was like, mm, no, 
you know, like, no, it's not, you know, it's not too bad. You know, that kind of a thing for the most part, you know, I think she wasn't, wasn't finding it too difficult, you know? Okay. Um, so I think that was the only other thing, but I said, I, I was always just like, keep like, don't, don't tell me, don't tell me, let's uh-huh. wait, you know? <laughs> Cause when she's living with me, you know, it's like, there's a lot of options. I don't want to mess up the, <laughs> before I didn't want to, before the month was over, go and start talking to her about a whole bunch of stuff. And now I have to resist that urge big time. <laughs> so let's get to the third or the second conversation. How did it go? Yeah. And that was, that was uh, two days ago, one day ago. No, actually it was, well, we had talked. So we had, it's funny cause we had talked initially, but then we talked, like we talked about some other things, but then we talked this morning actually again too. And she just like, we're just talking about it. And she clarified a lot of things. And this, this morning is when, because we talked like this past weekend, but then also talked this morning just about it. Cause I was in here with Sam. We were just talking about it. And it was really interesting because the second conversation, the one that was this morning was actually more of a, like a proper conversation, I think. So I kind of like picked up on that and like kind of went rolling with it. And it's exactly what you were saying, like where, you know, I didn't do a good job of finding that intrinsic thing because her basic response was like, She's because she did it like besides that one water bottle, she did it for the whole rest of the time. And it is hard here in Texas. Like, I think there were some times where it was harder because she'd be out with the kids at a pool or something like that. And it's like 103. And, you know, she's like, dang, I need some water. And I didn't bring my thing. You know, I didn't bring my jug or whatever. So there were like some times there were like probably four or five times throughout the month where she was like, dang it, you know, and she had to really either suck it up or and just wait. Or she said also that she would. She found herself like uh, not gross things or whatever, but she would get other things that she wouldn't normally get to. Like she would be like juice or something that she wouldn't, you know. Oh, because she said she's only going to not get water, but so she right. get something different that would like right. technically, you know, right, <laughs> right, or the law, yeah. not the spirit. Right, right, right. Yeah. So she was like, sometimes that would happen or whatever. And, and I bet that when you say letter of the law, but not the spirit, I bet that taps into some Christian stuff. There. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> man, absolutely, yeah. That's Christ and the Pharisees, man. But that was an interesting part of this too, because we were, when we were talking about it, she's used to, she exercises, she helps other people get in shape and stuff like that. She doesn't eat garbage. She doesn't do stuff like that. So like, and for her, like a challenge is, is not, she doesn't mind it. You know, she's fine doing that. She's fine having a challenge. She's really good at them. You know, I think the disconnect for her when we started talking was she felt like this is kind of pointless. You know, she's, that was what she kind of came to. She said, this is pointless. She said, this is why I was saying it was so prescient what you were saying. Cause she said, this kind of put, she said, this isn't really making a difference. And so then I said, well, I said, what about in you? Does it make a difference in you and in your perspective on things? And, and she said, yeah, she said, yeah, it, it benefits her. Like the idea of sacrifice and the idea of having oh, the plan. Sorry, sorry that oh, came out too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that kind of a thing, like, like the challenge, like the challenge aspect, kind of like the cold shower thing, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, it's like that. That's kind of what she was getting across. She said, that's good. She said this, if I felt like this was making a difference, she said, I would be all about it. There's so many people. She said, there's so much stuff. She said, it just feels like completely pointless, you know? Yeah. It shifted into her sacrificing for a pointless cause. She's, she's pushing a rock. She's, it's the end. So I said, I said, well, do you think it would make a, make a difference if you were to like see, see or know about like, you know, I don't know, something like, let's say, I said, let's say there's like a big mountain of our trash, you know, from this one company or whatever, or, or whatever. I said, that's in another country. And she said, oh yeah, it would make a huge difference. She goes, that's the stuff that I want to know. That's what she said. She said, I want to know that stuff. And, you know, then it would make a difference to me. She said, and then it would be, 
And she said, whatever, what she said at that point, whatever you need to sacrifice, you, you sacrifice, you do, there's not, there's not an option, you know, you just do it, you know? And she said, you just make it happen. She said, but it feels like this is going to be completely pointless. Like that switch. Yep. That's why I, I say, you know, it's not, it doesn't have to be what the New York times says. doesn't have to do what Greenpeace says to do. Right. Everyone, that's the trap. That's like everyone, 7.9 billion people are falling into that trap of, yeah. Obviously, it's good right, to that's keep right. doing what we've been doing right. and to make progress where in their head, what they mean by progress is like, they don't think this way, but it's still burning all the fossil fuels and it's doing whatever right. it takes to, because right. maybe in their future, there's like Star Trek where there's like this dilithium crystal that does everything. Yeah. And anything that's a deviation from that is actually probably going to make things worse. And then they prove it to themselves through what happens. It's like, yep, I was doing the right thing before. So I was like probing a bit more with that, you know, like I was probing a bit more with that. And so I asked her, like, I said, well, let me ask you this. I said, do you think it's like having done it? I was like, do you think it's good to do it? It's dumb to do it or you're indifferent. See, you're, you're, you're in her territory, right? You're in the territory of a pointless thing. And you're trying to make a pointless thing pointful. Right. The place to go here is back to her emotions. Yeah, 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 yeah. The longer you stick around in the world of Sisyphus, then the more her rationalizations are going to win. Not win. They're going to they're be what sticks. You're, you're reinforcing. Yeah. She sees you, what about this? What about this? What about this? She sees you trying to convince her. Right. And, right. and maybe playing, playing with her emotions yeah. to get yeah. there, like twisting them around. Yeah. But the actual thing to do is get more into what emotions are there. They're not the ones that are in play right now that you're, you're not talking about the calm. You're not talking about her childhood. Right, 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 right. If she had swum through that plastic muck, then there'd probably be emotions of outrage or something like that. And then she would feel like, then every bottle that she felt would connect her to that if she hadn't made that connection already. That's right. Whereas in this case, it might be something closer to, I'm not her, so I can't guess, but if it's about calmness, it's probably something more, I mean, from my experience, which is not her, so it might, then picking up litter would be for me, now I'm restoring calm that someone else made what is calm for me, uncalm. And so when I pick up their litter, even though I'm bending over and picking it up and maybe my hands get dirty, but by the way, that's not dirty. And people are like, oh, I gotta wear gloves. I'm like- Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but they'll touch a park bench, you know, or whatever. Yeah. and yeah. <laughs> Or a bus, bus door or whatever. <laughs> and so the, I would, you know, for me, once I was doing something like that, then every, once it was coming from my heart, then as I do it, I feel like, oh man, I didn't realize I could make my world so calm. Something like that. You know, yeah. that's my, that might be how it works work for me, given what I heard she said and, and projecting myself into the empty part, the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I asked her too. I said, I said, did you notice anything change about like your perception about things? Like, I was like, did you like think differently about anything or did you, you know, that kind of a thing? And and she was like, not really. She's like, not really. You know, she said maybe a little bit. She said, cause I was thinking, I was wondering if she would notice, you know, other people doing it or, but, but all, all of those questions, like you said, are all going to have the same answer because like you said, it goes back to the connection point. If you like the show, I recommend acting as my guests do. It works best with someone supportive, your spouse, parents, kids, neighbors, or friends. Learn the four-step process I do with my guests and describe in my TEDx talks and do it together. You'll find yourself acting on something you care about, something meaningful. Whether you start big or small, it doesn't matter. If you care, if it's meaningful, you'll keep doing it. You'll reach big. 
eventually stewardship will feel normal. You'll wish you had started earlier. Second, I recommend donating to help this podcast at joshuaspodek.com slash donate. I promote degrowth and stewardship, which no advertiser will touch, but brings joy, community, connection, and abundance to you when you act, and global change in the long run. Help us keep going. That's joshuaspodek.com slash donate. I'm trying to think of an analogy for teaching art. Because in music, I can show you music on a page and say when a note is on this place, on the whatever this bar is called, hit that key. When it's there, hit that key. And you can, and you can just... You can even practice, practice, practice to get those. But really, at some point, you have to learn like why the notes are the way they That's are. Right. And what's the emotion That's expressed? Right. And what, who, you know, what was Bach thinking at the time? And I guess in art, at some point, you gotta, if you're doing, you got to learn the bones and the muscles underneath. Yeah. I would guess you have to learn some anatomy to do a proper portrait. or Is that right? It depends on how you do it. So you don't have to. It depends. But what I would say is like one thing that would probably be if you get good at the craft of painting, like let's say you're painting from life or whatever, from observation, mm-hmm. you can just paint what you see and do it real well, you know, and just paint what you see. And then there's also some people, there's a drive to make it as detailed as possible or almost like photo-like as possible, right? So as, as, as photo-like as you can make it, then that's like what they are saying is what they want to do. But artists that make impactful paintings actually change reality in ways that are filtered through their own perception. So you might change the colors. Like an obvious one, you look at Monet, you're like, well, the like there's a, a thing that resonates with how you see the world. You're like, well, that is the way light looks, you know, like colors look like that. Mm-hmm. But but you're like, you're seeing it how he sees color. Like Van Gogh, a lot of people talk about Van Gogh for that reason too. Like, like how it's still there. It's like reality's there, but it's filtered through that person, you know? And so I think, that's when it becomes personal. So you take what's there in reality. And instead of just like being like a photocopier, you are a laser printer or something like that of reality. You filter it through your own choices based on how you feel about what you're looking at or what you want to say or what, you know, like that. So I think that's the difference. Yeah. I thought that before Impressionism, there was realism in European art. And then the Impressionists started painting something different than what they actually saw. And the difference between what they saw and what was on the canvas was them. Right. In order to express that well, you have to know yourself well and then express yourself through that. Right. And also just they, they like Soroya, like they were also going based on how, like when you look at like Soroya's paintings, like he's an impressionist kind of as well. He is, but, but not in the same way as like Monet or something. But if you look at the colors of like, he's got these kids on a beach or whatever, like with their mom or whatever. And it feels like how the, the day feels on like on the beach, you know, like, like kind of how you feel when the sun is like blasting and you're like, that's how it feels based on the color choice and everything that he made, you know, it's interesting. Like he was able to convert sort of the, the feeling and the experience of being there into choices. But then when you, if you were to hold it up next to reality, it wouldn't look the same. You know what I mean? Like the colors he chose there, it's darker. It would be darker than reality. It would be like, it, it, but when you look at the painting, the way he's put it together, it, it has the same feel. Like it gives you that feel. All right. So we're exploring something here. I'm not sure if it's exactly the same as what's going on here, but the, it's really about getting into the emotion yeah. and the intrinsic right. motivation of the other person and making sure that the task that they come up with for themselves mm-hmm. is coming from that. Yeah. If it does, if they do go to other territory, then to connect that to some new thing, not new for them, but find out like, yeah. is the thing, it might be that she sees 
the maybe she does learn about the um, the gyres, the the ocean gyres that are filled with plastic, and maybe that fills her with disgust or helplessness or futility or then explore that. You got to get that out just as much as the calmness and let it be a new one, but got to get that out there. Yeah. I just had a conversation with a guy who's like the scientific and journalists, uh, very, very successful academic. And I asked him what the environment meant to him. And he talked about this mountain in Austria where he grew up and where he likes to go and visit. But when I'd ask him to act on it, he would immediately go to, well, here's what I could do to change this. And here's what I'm already doing. And he wouldn't, like the, the MMA guy who did the, the plant, he was like, oh my God, I can plant a plant. Like, I'm not going to get a whole farm here, but I can plant right. a plant. And he loved that idea. And later on, I said, you know, I, I bet there's not going to be one plant when we right. talk in a couple months. It's, right. it's clearly going to be multiple plants. Yeah. But this other guy, everything translated into what effect does it have on the world? It was pure calculation, which is probably playful and fun for me. I was, like, I was like, you're talking about deliverables and I'm talking about fun. And he's like, this is fun. I'm like, that's not, I'm not talking about the planning being fun. Right. I'm talking about like really, and, and fun is just one emotion, which he wasn't taught. He, he's not about fun. Yeah. And I just, we talked for like hours. This is not on uh, recording. It was just, we were meeting for coffee. Yeah. And yeah. It was um, pure and personal. It was a mixed frustrating for me. And, you know, at some point I was able to convert it to curiosity. Like what's going on here? How can I, how can I learn about something that I don't get? Right. Actually, I have one later today with a guy who's like that. And he, he's just all about, like, I would say, what's something you could do to act on that? He's like, it's only systems change. I'm like, maybe to fix the world, we need to change systems. But if you live, if you act on your values, ipso facto, that's improving your life. But he's just like, yeah, but it doesn't make a difference. I'm like, I didn't say it would make a difference. That's, that's, not, the, that's not the measure here. Well, that's, and that's like a lot of what my wife was saying. She's like, but you know, it's like, it's not going to make it like, this isn't going to make a difference. You know, that was, that was the, she's like, I wish it was, I wish I felt like it was, you know, if I felt like it was, you know, she's like, but it's like a a sea of people doing. The crazy thing is that you don't say this to her. I mean, you can say whatever you want. Yes. Yeah. But the following won't make a difference is that if she actually does act, it will actually lead to making a difference. Why do I have, why is the, in the very likely incoming mayor of New York, why am I having conversations with these people about being on their transition team to help lead with the environment in New York? I think a big part of it is that pick up litter every day. Right. From the outside, people don't get it. They don't realize that leading others is by far the biggest effect that they have. And you can't lead people to do stuff that you yourself find a pain in the butt. Yeah. And did I talk to you about the letter from Birmingham jail? Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, because letter from Birmingham jail is like this really big, it's made a big effect on me over the course of my life is Dr. King was coming down to uh, Birmingham and they were doing nonviolent civil disobedience and he gets put in jail. And what happened while he's in jail, the white leaders of the, of the town write in, actually the white Christian leaders write in and say, outside agitators, if they just wait, things will happen. And, you know, he has this other book called Why We Can't Wait, or maybe it actually was published in the book, Why We Can't Wait. And everyone's saying, you know, you've heard the phrase um, that he said, uh, justice too long delayed is justice denied. So he's not, he's not going to accept this stuff. But what he, in the letter from Birmingham Jail, he writes about what it's like to drive around with their family in the South as a black man. And I read the letters that the white people wrote, and I read his letters. And theirs are like nice and principled, but his is from the gut. 
he has to look in his daughter's eyes. And when she says she wants to go to Funtown, which I guess is represents a, a amusement park, he's like, I, we can't go there. I we did sleep in the car at night, can't stay in motels or hotels. And I'm not black. It's 50 years later. Right. I don't have a family. And that hits me in the gut much more than what those guys wrote. Right. And part of it is he didn't write letter from nearby Birmingham jail where he said, well, it's important that you guys do it, but I don't because I have very important things to do. Right. You know, oh, yes, going to jail is important for you guys, but you have to see what I do is so much more valuable outside prison that I'm not going to go to uh, jail, then, right. <laughs> which is what everyone is saying now, right? It's like, right. well, of course, flying, we shouldn't be flying, but my flight is actually going to reduce other people's flying. It's not. Right. <laughs> that would be like Martin Luther King saying, you should go to jail, but I'm not going to go to jail. Everyone is going to say, you know what? Actually, what I do is also so important that I should also not go to jail. And now no one's going to go to jail. And the whole other side is like, see, they have a great life. Right. Or, you know, they're going to, they're going to say, see that like, they don't believe in it. And that's where we are. Sorry. So I propose that you explore the emotions again. Yeah. And then stick with that. Cause she's going to resist. Most people don't want to, they've shut that out. Yeah. The, the pleasure or in her case, calmness that they get from the environment. Yeah. They know, I knew all the time that I could cook when I was eating all that packaged food. I knew I could learn to cook. I knew I could cook as well as anyone. I knew there was great vegetables around me, but I rationalized why eating out and getting the packaged stuff was, and then when you get over that resistance, then it's like, I'm sure everyone listening to this knows the experience of, you don't want to like maybe write in your diary or exercise go for a run. And then once you start, you're like, oh, I want to keep going. Yeah. Oh yeah. She knows all that too. She knows all that. She's just, and she does all that. You know what I mean? And actually the interesting thing that's fascinating about this is like, and I think part of this is what it carries into her decision is, you know, like she's, you know, she's definitely very, very healthy and she's had, I mean, a million, I mean, a million friends be like, Hey, you know, I want to start working out or I want to, you know, and she does it every day. She does it every day. She's like, she doesn't eat garbage. She doesn't, you know, and she's so, yeah, doof. Yeah, that's right. She said so many people come up to her and say that. So I think there, there is like when, when she's like, I think she's a bit beat down by like the amount of people that come to her and say, I want to, I want to try to, you know, be healthier. And she almost feels like at this point, like, like you're not gonna, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna say you're going to, and you're not going to, and then you're gonna make it, you know, all these excuses why you can't do it, and all the, you know, this, this, that. So it's funny, and it's like all, I mean, she's like, and she'll try to help them, and it's like the same thing over and over again, you know. So I think there is a bit of that where she's like probably thinking like if I don't, and this is where it's not where the lack of personal connection changes it because she's like me not drinking those water bottles. She's like these people are not gonna take my lead in that they're not gonna you know look at that and say you know because she's saying if i take on this bird if, if i have to do all this they're not gonna right. do this, right but that's like that's like treating changing a baby's diaper as like putting your hand in poop right it's cleaning your baby right if you view it as cleaning your baby and helping your baby grow up to be you know a great adult then you're like of course this is what i'm gonna do I'll change it. I'll change that diaper every single time it needs changing every single time. And not once will it feel like in that sense, then sacrifice is sacrifice in the sense of like a glorious activity. 
not like, eh. but uh, like, I can tell you that what she would say is, well, what if every time you changed the baby's diaper that like somebody stuffed poop down it again or something, <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, that's what she would say. She probably feels like about doing it. Then if I was your baby, if every time she changed her baby's diaper, someone else came in and stuck poop in, she would keep changing the diaper. Right. And then if she felt that, well, there's a systemic effect going on, I got to change that. She would keep changing the diaper until she figured that out. She wouldn't say, I'm not going to solve the immediate problem. Of the, she wouldn't leave the baby unchanged right. just because there was a bigger problem. She would, do, she would realize that the, the way to fix the big one is to fix this one too. Mm-hmm. And she would enjoy it. She would say, if this is, I mean, she'd be like, it's regrettable that this, that some, you know, little demon is, is like sticking poop in my, in my baby's uh, <laughs> diaper secretly without me seeing it. But right. every single time that that happens, I'm glad that I cleaned the diaper. You know, one of the things that we talked about where there was like, this is where, like, like I said, I did a bad job of finding the thing that was the emotional connection point for. So I think you found it. Hold on. I, I gotta be precise. You found that you didn't hold it to yes. you didn't keep it connected. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I let or it, find I a let new it, one. Yeah. I let it get, I let it get off, off the rails. But when we started talking about like the stewardship aspect of, you know, that aspect, that was like more of an emotional connection for her for that. Like, you know, the stewardship aspect of, of, you know, this is God's creation. You got to, you know, that side of it, you like, she's like, ah, I'd want to, I'd want to do it for that reason. But, but see then, but then again, she would feel like, but I would probably do something else or do, you know, or whatever. I don't, I don't know if she would say that, but she, you know, I'm putting words in her mouth, but if you do the, say, you say you go back to her and do the, and reconnect with a calm and stick with her until she goes, Oh, you mean I can do X and it might be something really trivial and she'll have no sense of like, whether it is measurable or, or whether everyone else would know, anyone else would notice or care, although she will feel great about it. And if you do that, and then, then she'll probably want to do another one at the end. And she will eventually, if, if, if that calmness is, she'll probably find like more and more and more calmness, but she'll also probably get to this glory. If glory and, and something Christian is a great resonant feeling for her, that'll come too. like, the more that she does, the more that she'll get to deeper and deeper emotions and realize that this is a way to tap into and express and act on and, and, and manifest these glorious parts or whatever the right, whatever it is for her. If it's calm, then she'll get more and more and more and more calm the more that she does these things. How much do you lead the witness with those kinds of things? Like, you know, that guy that's talking about that like talk about all the like procedural things or whatever. How much do you lead the witness there? How much do you let them when you do it? Yeah, great question. It's, I try to stick with the process as opposed to the outcome. Because if I, I can give them, if someone's um, disgusted with litter all over the place, I can say, I can be very subtle and say, you know, when I pick up litter, blah, 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 blah. Maybe they'll think, oh, I could pick up litter. Or I could say, I've had a number of guests who've talked about that. And some of them have picked up litter. Some of them have avoided getting the plastic in the first place. And some of them have done different things, but I prefer to stick with, I like, I ask questions like, when was a recent time that you felt that, that way? What's something that happens? And when it happens, you think, oh, I can't stand when they do that. Or I love when they do that, you know, depending on which way it goes. And I try to stick with, and I, and I also go back to it. Like when was the last time, if she's thinking about how, what the beach mentor when she was growing up, when was the last time you were on the beach? When was the last time you felt like, when was the last time you thought of that before this conversation? And the more I stick with them in that moment, 
the more it comes out. I try to resist suggesting them what to do because they just, oh, uh, yeah, I'll do that. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then it ends up in disconnect like this. That's, yeah. which is probably what I did. as opposed to which, feeling inspired. Right. Right. Which is probably what I did, you know, because I tend to be like that anyways, in general. <laughs> not, to, I'm not the type, like I said, to wait and think about the proper way to, to ask that question. You know what I mean? Like I, I tend to fill it in. Well, if what do you th- if you feel like you want to help them, and the way to help them is to offer them the answer, that's not actually helping. That's right. That's right. The the help is to guide them. It's the same thing with parenting. It's the same thing with parenting. Like there's a there's a strong urge. I was going to say, yeah, it's, you don't want to pedal the wheels for them. Yep. There's a strong urge. Like there's a strong urge as a parent to give them the solution. And, but if you have a whole lifetime of giving a child solutions, they have not learned how to make, <laughs> come to their own conclusions, you know? Yeah, they've learned to come back to you. And in fact, the reason why you want to do that is because either, well, I mean, people do it for different reasons because they're either scared because they don't want their kid to do something stupid or, and sometimes it's appropriate. Sometimes you're like, listen, don't touch the hot pan, you know, or whatever. But then there's sometimes when you have to let them touch <laughs> hot pan, you know? Or you have to actually say, hey, come cook with me. And then they touch the hot pan and, they, and they're like, whoa. And you're like, yep, you know, or whatever. But yeah, I think uh, that's, that's the tricky part, I think. So like, I think it's, I mean, I think it's probably easier with artists because artists, like we're, that's, we've tapped into that. You tapped in with the way you feel or how you want to express yourself or different things like that. It's, it's, but my, my wife's definitely more, analytical definitely more uh on the other side i don't think it's art analytical if if the artists come to you for if you're talking to your students they chose to come to you they've there's something already out there that's true whereas you that's came true. to her that's the big challenge one of the big challenges with the environment that's is, true yes people prefer clean air to polluted air clean water and land and food compared right, to polluted right. but they it's not it's latent and shoved and in fact the more it's on headlines without a connection to what people really care about, then it becomes more and more abstract. So I propose that we wrap up here. Okay. And this is, we may end up doing a podcast together. This is the, you have to practice and you have to practice and you may through practice come to a way that's your way. That's slightly different than my way. I might even come back to you and realize, Oh, your way is even better than my way. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but it takes practice <laughs> with the structure yeah. Yeah. and this way I've been doing it for a long time and I've been teaching a lot of other people this way. So it's, it's come through. And then I have, a, I have a whole history of like learning leadership and things like that. So this theory and practice, it's all baked into this. If you want to, I'll leave it up to you. I mean, we're going to keep talking anyway, unrecorded because yeah. listeners may not know this, but we're working on a project together. Which yeah. Boy. yeah. <laughs> and if you choose to do it and use what you've learned now from the first time, or I guess it would be second time because you did it once with the kids before. And, you know, maybe it takes like five times, maybe it takes 10 times, maybe it takes a hundred times before it starts clicking and you're like, ah, I, now I got it. Right. And where you, when you meet someone, you feel natural doing it because of course I know where it's going to lead. They're going to enjoy yeah. it. It's not like, yeah. let's see if I can sneak this one by them. Right. But more like, <laughs> no, no. Exactly what's yeah. going on here. Yeah. Yeah. What they're missing and what they can get. Right. Right. That's right. That's the difference. And I think actually like it, like for my wife, when she's talking to people who want to get healthy, like I think they gen- they genuinely do want to get healthy. Like they do, like they're saying that they do. I think this will help her too. Like having that approach, you know, that approach, like, what does that mean to you? Like, 
to get healthy? What personally, what, why, what, what does that mean? What, what do you, you know, what does health mean? Well, I would say when you were healthy before, what was it that you don't have now? Right. Right. That's their genuine lived experience. That's good. Yeah. yeah. This is leadership gold. I mean, this is, it's applied to the environment, which makes it stickier for a, more challenging for a lot of people because it's very intense emotions that get twisted around inside of us so that we don't have to feel this shame and guilt and whatever. And it gets misrepresented. I think like it, I think like, like that's the way, I, you know, the people who I've, you know, recommended talk to you, like if they've asked me extra questions on it, I'll say, listen, you're not going to get blasted by him. He's not going to come in and start, you know, with the guilt trips and the, that's not the way it's going to go. You know, if they've asked me about it, I'll say he wants to talk, you know, and he wants you to, it's more about your personal experience and things like anyways. So, but I think that's where a lot of people were at. Like, I definitely would be like that. If somebody were to just like, start being like, you're destroying the earth. I'd be like, Boop. I'd just turn it off. I'd be like, I don't want to talk to you, you know? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll leave it to you. If you want to do it next time, based on how things go, even if we don't record my listeners, but I know I'm going to get to hear what comes of it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I hope to have you back, but um, anything to wrap up with? I think like, like you said, this particular way of approaching things, it's not just applicable to this. It, it really, like you said, it's, it's leadership. It's the difference between like th- this, this way of functioning is going to help me be a better parent, better husband, a better, uh, just everything, you know, it's all related. It's, it's inspiring, not inspiring someone, not whatever the opposite of inspiration is. I don't know. <laughs> seeking compliance. Yeah. Seeking compliance. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Compliance. The, and, and compliance, like, and for me as a dad and, and a husband, like I want respect, right. You know, so I always say I want respect, but if you make people do things for you, it's not really respect. Like that's just, you know, that if I always tell my kids, I'm like, I could make you do anything. I could really, if I wanted to, I could make you do anything. I was like, but what good would that be? Like, what good would that be? Like, that's not good for you. It's not good for me. It's not, you know. So anyways. With that kind of outlook and, and experience, if, if you choose to do a podcast and you bring that to Christian, American Christianity, man, because no one's bringing that, right? Everyone's bringing, I'm going to make you do it. And so they're, they're earning disrespect. Yeah. My parents weren't like that. You know, I think it, it, it's either one side or the other. You know, so it's one side, it's like anything goes, it's like, you know, just, it's all whatever. And then the other side is like you, you know, so there's no challenge on that side. But then the other side is like you said, like there's like that old school mentality of just like, you know, fire and brimstone. Like we're going to, there's the guy yelling on the street at people and I always talk to them and say, Hey, listen, the reason people aren't listening to you is not because necessarily they reject the message. I'm like, you're just being a jerk, you know? And that's why they're not listening. You're yelling at them with a megaphone. You know, like, like when they're trying to go about their day, you're screaming at them like, oh, Jesus loves you, you know, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. you talked about the respect, we'll, we'll leave it there. And there may be episode seven coming up. All right. <laughs> but not necessarily. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, man. How many people are bringing a message of joy from what everyone calls saving the environment, but I call the future. Step-by-step, this podcast is creating a culture of joy, community, and connection around sharing and acting on our environmental values. Again, there's no profit in buying and wasting less, but we'll all love our lives and relationships more when we do. I can use your support. Please donate at joshuaspodick.com slash donate. Again, that's joshuaspodick.com slash donate.